Hello, lovelies. Welcome to lesson number 114. There is an important note to self to make here that um, at this point in our history, many of us are um, sheltered at home. If you're listening to this far off in the future, um, this was recorded during the time that the um, coronavirus was doing its best in the world. And many of us are sheltered at home for our own protection and the protection of others. Now, that said, I need to share something else with you <laughs> because it's the only way you're gonna understand my message for today. If you don't know what rune stones are, they are small stones or clay pieces, whatever, that have shapes carved into them, um, symbols. The set I happen to have are Viking runes, and I've had these since the early 90s. The story of how I got them might entertain you. Um, I was 17 or 18, going to a party I probably shouldn't have gone to uh, with a boy that I didn't know very well. I did end up dating him for years, though. And I walked into this party, and it was cool. It was at somebody's house, a guy who called himself Raven. And I walked through this party, and I noticed him, and he noticed me. And what he was doing was walking around with a bag of runestones. Now, at this point in my life, I had no idea what they were. And he was walking around and having people pull one out. And then he walked up to me, and he said, I want you to pull a rune. And I did, and I showed it to him. And he almost fell out, <laughs> right? He stumbled. And he said, it's a yes. Now, what I've learned since is that if you're asking a yes, no question, a rune stone right side up is a yes and upside down is a no. And according to him, he had been given these rune stones and he'd been looking for their owner because they wouldn't work for him. And apparently every time he was anywhere crowded, he would ask everybody in the room. And this was the first time after asking supposedly hundreds of people, this was the first time that someone had gotten a yes. And he took me into another room, much to the guy I was dating, Chagrin, and he told me about the runes and he gave them to me and a book to go with them. And he told me that um, what he could see for me. And he predicted a lot of what has come to pass as far as my spiritual giftedness. There were some really strange things that happened around them that you might find entertaining. Um, there were times where I was someplace public and there he was. One time I was at the mall and each one of these times I was with this same boy that I was dating. So this is interesting too. And um, he walked right up to me in this mall and said, oh, I have something for you. And he handed me an amethyst orb right? An amethyst that's shaped like a baseball. This is important. We're going to revisit that. And then there were other times, including one time where I was um, in my boyfriend's room and another time when I was in his backyard where Falcon showed up in spirit. Um, he was very well living, but projected himself where not only did I see and feel him, but so did this guy that I was dating. And it scared the shit out of that guy, <laughs> let's be clear. Um, he was very disturbed, as you can imagine. 
fast forward, this boyfriend and I go off to college together. And I am one day doing, um, when I got to Auburn, Auburn is a very small town. So there's a lot of um, energy, right? It's an old town, a small town. And I had lots and lots of experiences there. Um, many that scared me. But there was one sitting in an apartment. I don't remember if it was my apartment or somebody else's. And I happened to be holding that amethyst orb. And just spontaneously, I started doing a reading on the person who I was with and saying all kinds of things, blowing their mind, blowing my mind. And that amethyst orb split in half right in my hand. We're talking about a baseball-sized orb. This wasn't just split in half. Kept it for a long time. Anyway, so I keep this bag of runes with me. And there have been many times in my life that they've popped up as important and I've drawn them or whatever. I've never been able to memorize them. It's like the universe doesn't want me to be um, someone who relies on tools all the time. Sometimes I do pull them for people if I feel called to. And when I do, I pull out this handy book and I read to them what the runes mean. So fast forward to day before yesterday and I am just preparing for clients, doing what I usually do. And I notice one of my rune stones is on the floor. Now this is weird because I haven't used the runes in quite some time. Didn't even realize that they were in my little basket thingy that I keep by my desk. And I went to go pick it up and I noticed that there were four runes laying on the ground. Just four. And I picked them up, was about to just toss them back in the bag. And I just knew like this wasn't arbitrary, that there was a reason for this. And so I looked them up. There were four of them. I am not good at pronouncing the actual rune names. So I'm going to tell you the English translations are harvest, separation, opening, and disruption. And when I looked them up, I knew instantly that this had to be this week's episode because the affirmation, the confirmation, the hope that was given to me in this time in our lives, in our history was, well, something that is so remarkably made stronger when you get it from a seemingly <laughs> intangible source. I mean, the fact that these were the four runes laying on my floor and they were so perfect. And I know you have to trust me when I say, I don't know how they got on the floor. Like that, it doesn't even make sense. I keep my space very clean and I've got kids and animals that come in and out. And anyway, I'm gonna share them with you. Uh, I did read what they say ahead of time and kind of highlight what I felt like was most important so that we could save some time here. But um, I will say that disruption, I feel like almost all of it is good. So it's a little bit, <laughs> all right? So I am reading from a book called The Book of Runes. And um, the commentary in the book is written by Ralph Blum. Um, and so far in my world, this has been a very useful tool. Usually when runes come up in a reading, it ends up just solidifying everything that I have shared with that individual. And uh, okay, we're going to start with this one. 
disruption. Change, freedom, invention, and liberation are all attributes of this room. Drawing it indicates a pressing need within the psyche to break free from constricting identification with material reality. This is the rune of elemental disruption, of events that seem totally beyond our control. It only has an upright position, and yet it always operates in the reverse. When you draw this rune, expect disruption, for disruption is the great awakener although the form of the awakening may vary. Perhaps you will experience a gradual feeling of coming to your senses as though emerging from a deep sleep. But then again, the onset of power may be such as to rip away the fabric of what you previously knew as your reality, your security, your understanding of yourself, your work, your relationships, or your beliefs. Disruption takes many forms. A relationship fails, plans go awry, a source dries up, but do not be dismayed. Whether you created the disruption or whether it comes from an outside source, you are not without power in this situation. Your inner strength, the will you have funded until now in your life, provides support and guidance at a time when everything you've taken for granted is being challenged. One of the cycle runes, the term radical discontinuity best describes its action. The more severe the disruption in your life, the more significant and timely the requirements for your growth. The universe and your soul are demanding that you do indeed grow. I mean... <laughs> I don't know that that could be more perfect based on what we're going through. And what is even more wow to me is that each of the others is a support in the hope that we can fund here. I want to remind you guys, just as it says in this description, this is a time for us to utilize our spiritual knowledge and understanding for us to recognize the perfect functioning of the universe and to work with it, not against it. So I'm going to share the one called Harvest with you next. Um, it won't be quite as long because I've, like I said, highlighted the parts that feel the most important. So this one is called Harvest. A rune of beneficial outcomes. Be aware, however, that no quick results can be expected. A span of time is usually involved here. Hence the keywords, one year, symbolizing a full cycle before reaping the harvest or deliverance. We have prepared the ground and planted the seeds. Now we must cultivate with care. This rune offers encouragement of success. We must be mindful that patience is essential for the recognition of our own process, which leads to harvest. Okay, so if we learn, if we grow, if we focus, there will be a beneficial outcome. Now, I'm sure we've got some literal people thinking a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, we're going to be in the current conditions for a year. 
but we can allow ourselves to think about what life will be a year from now. And there's a lot of hope in that. If you pay attention to the positive things that are happening, if you remember that we have saved more lives through the reduction in air pollution than we have lost to this virus, if we stay focused on what gives us hope. The next one is uh, separation. This is a time of separating paths. Old skins must be shed, outmoded relationships discarded. This is a rune of radical severance. The appropriate action here is submission and quite possibly retreat. Knowing how and when to retreat and possessing the firmness of will to carry it out is required. The benefits you receive, the inheritance, may be derived from something that you must give up. This can be particularly demanding when what you are called upon to abandon is some aspect of your behavior, a part of your cultural inheritance. For then you must look closely at what until now you have proudly claimed as your birthright. Whether it is your attachment to your position in society, to the work you do, or even your beliefs about your own nature, the separation called for will free you to become more of who you truly are. Yeah, <laughs> that, right? That, of course. We are reevaluating. We have to. We have to reevaluate consumerism. We have to reevaluate family, friends, government. We need to look at what works and what is valuable. And beloved, this is right aligned with the theme for 2020, creating on the outside what is true on our inside. So let's be clear. What do we learn? How do we grow? And what is our plan for holding firm in that so that it takes root and becomes our new normal? The last one I pulled, or I didn't pull, the last one that pulled me, <laughs> landed on my floor. It's called opening. This is the rune of opening and renewed clarity, of dispelling the darkness that has been shrouding some part of your life. You are free now, both to receive gifts and to know the joy of non-attached giving. This is a rune of activities for seriousness, clear intent and concentration, all of which are essential at the beginning of any new endeavor. The protection offered here is this. The more light you have, the better you can see what is trivial and outmoded in your own conditioning. In relationships, there can now be a mutual opening up which you may trigger and set in motion through your awareness that the light of understanding is once available to you both. Recognize that while on one hand you are limited and dependent, on the other you exist at the perfect center where the harmonious and benefit sources of the universe merge and radiate. You are that center. Simply put, if you have been operating in the dark, there is now enough light to see that the patient on the operating table is yourself. 
life school? What do we learn? How do we grow? What can we do as individuals to align with our highest self, to become the best version of ourselves so that we can transcend all that holds us back and makes us fearful? So that we can tip the scales in favor of love and righteousness. Remembering that righteousness means right thinking. And right thinking is what manifests hope. Hope is what brings about our new normal. No, we will not go back to the way we were. We will move on to something better. We will accept this time, this disruption. We will utilize it. We will separate from what no longer serves us and create something new. Each of us for ourselves and therefore collectively as a people, we will receive and we will give and we will have a happier more peaceful experience for it contemplate that beloved remember to look at the pictures of the dolphins swimming in the canals in italy look at the reduction in air pollution look at what is good even when something right near you is hard don't let that thing own you Exercise your choice so that we can reap the harvest and open up to a new reality. Until next time, beloved. Namaste.